1: week one is upon us phnx cardinals podcast bo brock johnny venerable frank sanders from the gorgeous brand new studios here at phnx sports we are thrilled to be here less than 48 hours away from kickoff uh cracking that beer frank sanders that's right the red bird lager we're about to talk some cardinals football put some positivity on this Arizona Cardinals team as we enter the season opener. Johnny Venerable, you missed yesterday's show. We're glad to have you back. How you doing?
2: Good, man. Had uh, some some personal stuff handling. Everything's good at the home front. We'll be back good, in studio come Sunday for the postgame show, and we're hopefully celebrating an Arizona Cardinal dub, but uh, I don't feel overly optimistic as we sit here the Friday before Kansas City. Somehow the Cardinals have run just the most laid-back training camp, and yet have the most injuries of any team going into this weekend. It is mind-blowing, Bo Brock, Frank Sanders, how the Cardinals, by and large, are very hands-off, have been hands-off, especially with their veterans, and yet look at the, look at the lineup, look at the roster. The players that have always been hurt are hurt again. J.J. Watt, Rondell Moore. They are who they tell us. They are who we <laughs> thought they were. JJ Watt, Rondell
1: Moore, they're questionable, Bo Brock. You're quoting the great late Denny Green here to tick things off. I do have to say, you know, as that that spread increases, it's right now six on the DraftKings Sportsbook app that this podcast is brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's number one sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit the like button as you're watching this video. It does wonders for us. Of course, subscribe to our great podcast, leave that five-star review. Yeah, Johnny. It's like you got the freak accident injury with Antonio Hamilton. That he said on Twitter this week that he's had he's already ninety percent healed. But of course, with the NFI, he's got to be out for the first four weeks of the season. So CB two for the Arizona Cardinals. He's not coming back until week five for the for the Cards. But and, and that's not just it. I mean, we talked about Rondell Moore, his hamstring last night, the, an injury that occurred during practice during the closed portion of practice. Had the MRI today, already ruled out. One of three guys ruled out today. Let's take a look at that injury report before we get to the big news about Marcus Golden. Here it is Cody Ford out at ankles, too much for him. The newly acquired guard, Trayvon Mulling Jr., another new acquisition from the Raiders. He had that toe surgery. That's going to keep him out. He didn't practice all week. And then you've got a slew of questionable guys. Zach Ertz was practicing today. Uh, Justin Pugh was out there practicing, and J.J. Watt was not practicing. Cliff Kingsbury said that, look, he knows this defense. He's got the experience. If he can go, he's in there on Sunday, but it's a game timer. The the surprise addition here, guys, I saw him today. I swear I saw him today. I don't know if I saw him on the practice field. Byron Murphy Jr. shows up on this injury report with an illness, and he's questionable now in already thin cornerback room. Frustrating,
2: frustrating that Steve Kime, gentlemen, traded for two players in the last several weeks in, uh Mullen Jr. And he trades for Cody Ford and both are somehow injured and out the first game. Not questionable, but upright out for the game. To me, like I look at this gentleman, I look at this people in the comments and I, I don't have a, a problem with any of it other than the players that the Cardinals are counting on, have been counting on, touting era parents, right? Who's the heir apparent to Christian Kirk? It's Rondell Moore. Who's going to take over the leadership duties, the sack duties for Chandler Jones? It's J.J. Watt. And those two guys that you counted on all offseason are not going to play, presumably. If Watt plays, I mean, how how can you expect much from J.J. Watt if you figure he's missed almost a month of of on-the-field action? I know Cliff's saying all the right things. Well, he knows the playbook. That's the most disappointing. Like, Trayvon Mullen, nice additional depth piece. Cody Ford's a backup guard. You know, I, I think we all agree Rodney Hudson, Justin Pugh are going to play. It's like two key guys. If the Cardinals are going to get to where they want to be, and we saw how susceptible maybe the L.A. Rams are this year to be overtaken. I, I just can't get over Watt and Rondell Moore. It's frustrating because, again, it's like we we put on kid gloves, Frank Sanders, the entire preseason. But then again, it's like, should I even blame those two players? Because, and everybody's always like, well, Johnny, you're too positive. Well, I'm about to get negative for two (laughs) seconds because I didn't get to stand on my soapbox yesterday. Rondell Moore has not been healthy since his freshman year at Purdue. He's undersized. The Cardinals knew that. So, I mean, hurt in college, Frank Sanders, hurt in the pros, right? And so presumably now what I'm hearing, I don't know if you guys have heard similar, like there's a good chance he ends up on IR. He gets an MRI yesterday on his hamstring, and they immediately rule him out. Not always questionable, blah. No, he's out, which tells me he's not coming back anytime soon. And then on the Watt front, it's just, I love J.J. Watt. Great hype man, great person in the community, first ballot Hall of Famer. But shit, all this stuff about we're going to – everybody's got to be all in for the Super Bowl, blah, blah, blah. And it's like he missed half of last season. He signed this robust contract, and what are we doing? I, to me, I only want to talk about and focus on the guys who are practicing every day. And even if they're lesser talent, like shit, I watched Greg Dortch, tear it up in the preseason. Frank Sanders. That's who I want to watch Sunday. I'm into Greg Dortch. I'm all in on Greg Dortch.
0: We're talking about two major ends of the spectrum. We're talking about a rookie or a second year player in Rondell Moore and a damn near 90 year old vet and and JJ Watt who won't, who both got the same problems. One can't get healthy and one can't get right, which is very disappointing. I agree with all the fans in the chat saying, look, we just want to talk about football and play football, but damn, we got to go in the first week with this many injuries and this many problems for a a team that has not really, the veterans did not play in the preseason. So no one got hurt. How are they getting injured? What's taking place at practice? Bo was there damn every day, him and Emma, they saw what? Very little practicing, very little contact. And a lot of these guys are still just some kind of way got themselves on the, uh, on the injury list. Very disappointing. We have to figure some kind of way that we look. This is the Chiefs are getting ready to play, and I would think that these guys would find some kind of way to get themselves ready, uh, knowing that they had that much time off. A former player as myself, I would love to out of protecting my body, <laughs> I would have done whatever it take, JV, to be, get myself ready because I know we're playing Kansas City right behind that the Raiders, right behind that the Rams. If we can run a three and no table and I'm healthy and, I'm, and, we're, and we're whooping their butts, everyone in the league will take notice of that. That would be my mindset, and I'm just I, I gotta be I gotta say I'm disappointed. Uh, but, again, that's what it's falling for the Arizona Cardinals. Hasn't been a great offseason. Thought we was making some punches and we're pulling some, pulling some great plugs in here, getting guys in like Trayvon Mothers. And guess what? He's out. Yeah. And that's very disappointing.
1: No, it is. And I think if you look at this Cardinals roster and you look at what's kind of happened and transpired this preseason, you know, it, it is tough. It's tough to find positive things about this team going up against a team that's so talented in this offense with its passing attack and how thin your cornerback room has been and continues to be. I mean, you're pretty much going to be without, you know, if they were without CB1, you're looking at a starting corners of Marco Wilson and Christian Matthew, who was playing at Valdosta State at this time last mm. year. He's going up against Patrick Mahomes. I mean, you're going to have to get. Elite play from your solid safeties, Buda Baker and Jalen Thompson and Isaiah Simmons. Mm -hmm. But still, I mean, is that going to be enough to overcome, you know, what you're going to see and what you always see from Patrick Mahomes? I mean, we're going to put up, uh, we're going to show you how he fares in in season openers. I'll tell you right now, he's 4-0. We'll get more in depth on that (laughs) just a bit later, but man, I mean, it's just, it would take a Herculean effort. I mean, it would be even more surprising than last year on the road against the Browns. Was that the one that you had to get the tattoo for? Was it the Browns game, Frank Sanders? Yes, yes. (laughs) No Cliff Kingsbury. There was a ton of guys out, right? But this even seems even more of a daunting task to take on this team. I mean, right now, like, the Cardinals could be the same as the as the Rams, a team that didn't play any of its stars in the in the preseason that could come out flat, and they're even they're down even more tremendous than the Rams because they don't have full personnel. Well,
2: here's the frustrating part too. Like the Cardinals have sustained multiple injuries at key positions that they couldn't afford to have it happen. Like we're freaking out about Rondell Moore, but like at least they traded for Hollywood Brown. Like I didn't love the move at the time, but they brought back AJ Green. They didn't assume DeAndre Hopkins was going to get suspended. They flushed that position, and rightfully so. They were so I, I, I lapsed. They had no aggression when it came to her sense of urgency, adding bodies on the defensive line and in the cornerback room until it was too late. I, I love this comment here by 91 Claycomb saying, Kime is acting like this hasn't been the cornerback room for the last six months. You've had every opportunity to bring back Byron uh, Robert Alford, and you haven't done it. There are, there are numerous veteran players that you could have at least blot into to flush the room out a little bit. So you didn't leave yourself susceptible to injury. And then the defensive line has been one of the most average defensive lines in the NFL over the course of the last half decade, right? Where, you know, Clayus Campbell was available. You could have brought him back. He's starting for Baltimore. We saw what Buffalo did last night to a team that won the Super Bowl in your own division, and they they kicked the holy hell out of the Rams up front. And you you had an opportunity to remake your defensive line. You said, no, we're just going to go back and, and, and run it back next year with – J.J. Watt, who's got an injury concern year after year. Zach Allen, contract year, but is always hurt. And a, a couple nice rotational pieces. Like, they they had opportunities now, and they did not cash in on those opportunities. And I gave them the benefit of the doubt through July. Because I said, you know, time time signing, baby. We're going to add some players in August, refortify our depth. And, you know, I I like the trade from Mullen. I, I don't know what the hell is going on with his toe. I don't know how he can come and have that press conference, Bo Brock, and say, I'm playing week one. And then nope, actually you're not. You've got Most a totally yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know how we've gone from that to yeah he's he's out. We don't know how long he's out. The Antonio Hamilton things uh, flukish. I I have n- there's no excuse for the defensive line to be to be this lacking in talent. Like I think Watt is going to play. I I don't think that's that's what you want. I don't think that's the messaging you want. Is we are so desperate for Watt to play, he's gonna he's gonna start with a month of, of practice time because we don't have anything better than that. Yeah. When you look at Buffalo last, last night and they go eight deep on the defensive line and Jordan Phillips, who was awful in Arizona, has a sack <laughs> and a half Frank Sanders. So I they they, they created this problem. Yeah. Look, I, I saw
0: Jordan Phillips last night and look, I would, look, everything you told me prior to him getting in, what we expected of him to be the guy that he was, Prior to leaving Buffalo and come here, he was that last night. I don't know how he got better and felt better now that he's in Buffalo. But look, this 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 is this is going to be something interesting to watch as the week progresses. And let me do this here. I know for a fact that that little needle will come out and guys will feel better on Sunday. <laughs> so I know they're going to feel better on Sunday. Something about game day, right, makes you feel better. I don't care how many hours you work that week. I don't care how long it's been. But you're going to find a way to come tailgate, hang out, cook the ribs, get the chicken mm. ready, get the beer, get everything laced up and ready to go. You're going to go out and cut the grass or rock, rake the rocks. This is Arizona. <laughs> you ain't cutting rocks. You're going to rake the rocks. So you're going to get the get shit together. That's what happens. I'm a fan. I know exactly what happens on Sunday. Sunday is game day. When Game days come around. That list means nothing because the guys in the locker room we'll have to look at themselves and say, this is all we got. We got to make a decision. Yeah, are we gonna lay down just because we don't have JJ? We're we gonna lay down because this guy can't play. Rondo can't play. This is for the guys like Greg Dorch to set up and Isabella to set up. This is a time for the guys that Good. made it through the preseason practice and made it through it. Time to bring it on. Let's get let's 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 prove what you are worth right now because this is the moment now where again we think we're, we're going against a big horse in, and the Kansas City Chiefs and Mahomes and we know who they are, but goddamn, you guys you guys can show up and get put together a game plan and then guess what? Cliff can, Cliff can pull a rabbit out of his hat, man. We've seen him do it before. <laughs> I, I've seen him do it before. I got the tattoo to prove it. K2
2: right here. Yeah, this I'm might saying. seem, real quick, let me get this point. This might seem extreme. Here's what I want to do to Rondell Moore. I'm bringing mm. him all the way down to the depth chart. You need to stay healthy. I'm not integrating you in the game plan all week for you to get injured and then not play or to go in the game and play 10 snaps, and, Frank, we have to take you out. Sure. Play great. You have to, part of you being Part of this offense, a starting receiver in this offense is more than just ability. You have to stay healthy. And Greg Dorch is going to get your snaps until you <laughs> can prove otherwise. That's what I would do. I don't know if Cliff would do that. That's extreme. But I I am, yeah. I here's the thing about Andy Isabella. At least he's healthy and can play and had and has got a chip on his shoulder in the preseason. I am so over the guys that are always hurt for this team. Because here's I love Kyler Murray. He's never hurt, right? Hollywood Brown historically not hurt. It, like, let's just roll with the guys, even if they're ten to twenty percent less of a player. At least you can develop a rapport. Like, I want to see Kyler Murray with Greg Dorch and Andy Isabella at this point because I I don't want to waste precious snaps on on Rondell. I love you, Rondell. I hope you prove me wrong. But like, this is somebody said on Twitter. I hope he's not becoming injury prone. He is injury prone. Like, yeah. we this is who he is. We have seen it. We have evidence now. He has not been a healthy. Football player, not NFL, football player since he was a freshman in Indiana at Purdue. That's it. And <laughs> until he can prove us otherwise, I don't want to see him around.
1: Sorry. And, and what was the injury that derailed his sophomore season? Uh, a hamstring.
2: A hamstring.
1: It was a hamstring injury. That's right. All right, let's get to some goddamn positivity at this point. I mean, we're kicking off football in 48 hours. Less than 48 hours. We've got a tailgate show. We've got a Sun Devils tailgate show before that over at Four Peaks. Let's crank things up. Arizona Cardinals extended, finally showed some respect to the junkyard dog. Let's get into all that. Plus, we got some predictions coming up. Also, some great stuff. How about OGs, Johnny? Would that make you feel better? How about some OGs, Brand? Yeah, Frank, I know you want me, some orange juice. That'd make me feel better. Life. Yeah, you've got the Entering. Uh, The Flavoring Life Sweepstakes, which can make uh, just your life that much better. You get those OG's gummies, not one, not two, but three bags of those. An OG's hat, a PHNX shirt, and a PHNX annual membership where you can get access to Howard Balzer's great articles, including one today about the old tired narrative that Cliff Kingsbury can't win at the end of the season. Check that out. You can get it, win it for free with the Flavoring Wife's Sweepstakes. Go to uh, gophnx.com. phnx.com, enter, or click the link in the description here on the YouTube channel or where you're listening to your podcast. Check out OGs online, ogsbrands.com, and on Instagram at ogsbrands, and uh, check them out at your local dispensary. You can buy them there. Got to be 21 years or older, Johnny. I don't know if you, if you guys continue to check DraftKings.
2: I'm expecting this line I, to go up. It hasn't yet. It remains Kansas City favored by six. After this Rondell news, after this news about Mullen and potentially Watt, like I expect it to get up to six and a half, maybe seven. It, it might get that egregious, and I wouldn't touch it one way or the other. I don't know if we're going to get inspired performance. I want to say that they're going to come out with their hair on fire, but who knows. But if you're feeling a little bit more confident than me, turn your attention to DraftKings because football fans – the first week of the NFL season is here. DraftKings Sportsbook app is hooking our fans up right now. New customers can bet just 5 bucks and get $200 in free bets instantly. And check this out. As an added bonus for week one, everyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings early win promotion. Okay? I do know if you heard about this or not. It's simple. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, use the promo code PHNX, and bet on any NFL team to win. If your team leads by 10 at any point during the game, You get paid instantly. I think I saw something that DraftKings paid out like $6 million last night for those who bet on Buffalo to go up by 7 in the prior promotion. Get on this now because even if your team loses, you get paid out instantly if they go up by 10 at any point in the game. That's promo code PHNX, only at DraftKings Sportsbook app. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. My DraftKings pick of the week, gentlemen. I love first score touchdowns. Um and so this week, I'm going to pick one in the Cards-Chiefs game. I'm going to go a little unconventional, and this might lead to where I'm going later in the show, Bo Brock, Frank Sanders. Mm-hmm. Player of the week, pick of the week, Kyler Murray first touchdown. He's going to run one in with his legs. Cardinals get the ball first. They're up 7 nothing. That pays out plus 1,500 on DraftKings. If you look at the the top two to three favorites to score first, here's a hint. They're not Arizona Cardinals. So if you're mm-hmm. feeling frisky that the Cardinals may score first, you're gonna make some coin on DraftKings if they hit. And by the way, if you want to go to the game and you're hanging out the Lola with us this weekend and you're thinking to yourself, I procrastinate, I can't get tickets. Well, check out yeah. Game Time because mm-hmm. tickets were meant to be scored last minute on the game time app. Check them out, KCAZ. For more information, all you got to do is check out the link in the description below
1: you're gonna be at the lola you're gonna get some of this fantastic red bird lager if you get if you buy the ticket and i encourage you to do so 20 bucks all you can drink of this delicious red bird lager rise up red sea 20 dollars per ticket free four peaks beer doesn't get better than that thanks to our friends over at bird gang travel we're gonna be partying to kick off the season the official PHX tailgate best tailgate in the valley you know that all right let's get into some positivity here and this is a strange story because I was at practice today, the open portion. I see the junkyard dog, Marcus Golden, for second consecutive day. So that's good news to see him out there. It's good to see Zach Ertz out there. As I said, no J.J. Watt. But it's trending towards Golden despite what uh, Kingsbury says, game time decision. Golden's playing on Sunday. We talked to him at his locker. We were asking him about his his freak injury. He finally gave more insight into that. It was a kettlebell. He dropped a a, a freaking kettlebell on his toe according to Marcus Golden, and it had nothing to do with this contract situation. I get that. We talked to Marcus. I get in my car. I'm coming back to the studio, and Johnny's tweeting about his his extension, according to Field FieldYates of ESPN.com. But this is what Marcus told us 20 minutes before the extension report came out. Man, that ain't,
0: like I said, man, my reason for sitting out, I hurt my toe, dropped the kettlebell on it, but man, I kind of let everything take care of itself, man. I'm a guy that's gonna work hard no matter what. I'm gonna come out and do my thing and and grind no matter what, man. And uh, of course, of course you want to get paid and everything else is a business, so you want to get paid, but uh, that ain't been on my mindset at all. I've been focusing on getting back and getting ready for the game.
1: It's a freaking miracle, my man. It's a miracle, the the (laughs) cure-all. Extend him. I see Byron Murphy on the injury report with an illness. Extend him. He'll be miraculously healed, just like that. He's in the final year of his contract. Cody Ford, get him out there. JJ Watt, give him a couple extra deals. It's Oprah, giving everybody cars. Give everybody an extension. Get a healthy team out there on Sunday, for God's sake. But, hey, this is actually the Cardinals... Again, get it right. They get the Jalen Thompson deal. You could see all the details on that contract from our guy, Howard Balzer. Very intriguing, interesting contract extension. But Marcus Golden apparently getting $6.5 million in total money through the 2023 season, Johnny. This is something to be celebrated because he's been such a kind of an underdog story, guys.
2: Yeah, uh, I'm actually holding in. That's why I'm not in studio right now. So I'm waiting for Saul to send me my new PDF contract. But in all seriousness – uh, it's a move that I think universally applauded by the fans, because again, unlike the names we talked about in the first segment, Marcus Golden always shows up and kicks ass on Sunday. He was never the most physically gifted, fell to the second round out of Missouri, went behind his teammate Shane Ray once upon a time, and as part of what is universally Steve Kimes best draft class back in 2015, DJ Humphreys, Marcus Golden, David Johnson, And what this allows the Cardinals to do is breathe a little bit at pass rusher because Mm -hmm. they had no plan post-2022 outside of the rookies that they have on the roster. Devon Kennard, practice squad, probably not part of their future, right? Victor Dumakeji, we'll see. Dennis Gardeck, special teamer, savant. Marcus Golden will will sleepwalk his way every season to 10 sacks. If you play him enough, he is an effort kind of player. He the, the Cardinals need more Marcus Golden throughout the rest of their roster. Somebody who is durable, available, will probably, and through no fault of his own, never make a Pro Bowl, right? Probably same with Jalen Thompson because he plays with Buda Baker. Marcus Golden played opposite Chandler Jones. But what he is was he was a player that the Cardinals drafted, developed, fumbled. And let him go, but then brought mm-hmm. him back, and now he gets to stay here, presumably long term, in the desert. And Frank Sanders, I, I'm, I, I think it's a bigger deal that Marcus Golden plays Sunday than I, than I do JJ Watt.
0: I think it's look. I agree with you. I, I think it's great if Marcus plays Sunday. I think one thing you cannot take away from him is that effort. Mm-hmm. Ray Lewis said one thing you cannot measure in a man's heart is effort. That's one thing you can't challenge. Talent, mm-hmm. all that, all that talent stuff that goes on the field. MGD, I we call him, well, JYD, Junkyard <laughs> Dog, because he plays like that guy that just goes out and grind. There's nothing that you can take away from what Marcus does. I It would be absolutely impactful for the team what he does. Mm-hmm. If him and JJ's playing, and they can play consistently through 17 weeks, I'll give Marcus 15 sacks without a problem. Yeah. If him, if they're playing together because they want to take JD, JJ and then give him, he's going to be one-on-one. Right. That's something that he brings to the table. Effort when he looks into okay. your eyes, which I got a chance to see this offseason when we were sitting in playing flag football at, mm-hmm. at, temp, at the temp facilities one day. And he looked at me and says, Man, I'll give you whatever I got. Oh, I'm not worried about the money. I said, Man, there's a guy that I work with named Johnny Venable that absolutely loves you. <laughs> he was like, Oh man, I said thanks, but I'm gonna give him everything I got. Yep. That's what he said to me before he signed the contract yep. and the kettlebell. But guess what? Money heals all problems.
1: Yeah, Toe's looking I, good, I bet. Come yeah. Sunday, but Right. I mean, GI, it, f- it fixes the GI with DJ Humphreys. It fixes Marcus so yes. toe. It's unreal what the almighty dollar can heal. But it's the, the greatest holistic healing, I, I believe, that's out there. It's that the all, a lot. almighty yeah, dollar. Solves a lot of I problems. I mean, Frank's feeling good when he Feel gets a good. little – Boost, he finds an extra $10 spot in his pocket. He's feeling good. Oh, yes.
0: <laughs> Tell him to come out of the washing machine and you dig in there. Yes.
1: But, no, I mean, I completely agree. I mean, we talked to him today, and they're like, what, what do you feel about facing Patrick Mahomes? He's like, I don't care who I'm going against. And you can believe him when he says that. I'm just, He's like, I just want to go after you and put you on the ground. That's my goal and and all the guys all the young guys in there Victor DuMackey uh you know the the two rookies coming out of the third round for the Cardinals they can say that till they're blue in the face but you know you know they're going to feel a little star-studded when they see a guy like Patrick Mahomes because they've watched him when Marcus Golden says that I believe him he's just in there Very to good. do a job and he does it at at a high rate and you're right Johnny I think it's more important to have him back Especially when you look at the weaknesses of this team, to get a guy like Marcus Golden in there, nonstop motor. You know what you're gonna get each and every down from him. He can play all three downs. He can he's probably your best, you know, uh outside linebacker against the run. So yeah. it's it's incredibly important to get him in there and, and slow that You can't let Clyde Edwards Hilaire finally find his way at the NFL level. Marcus Golden has to combat that plus get some get some sacks on Patrick Mahomes. Did you guys say yeah.
0: R V Davis just say sixty to three? KC 60, Listen,
1: Cardinals 3. This, are, you I, are you tripping? Are you tripping? Are
0: you
2: tripping? Right, come on, here's, man. Here's the, here's, the, here's the problem. Is we, we felt pretty optimistic, at least the Cardinals were going to be competitive, have an opportunity to win this game the entire duration of the offseason. And for whatever reason, the Cardinals somehow did not play a preseason game or a real game in the last like 10 to 14 days, and that perception has flipped. So much so it's ballooned up to six points in Vegas. And I think the fan base typically right now not feeling good about sunday there's a there's a percentage of the fan base that loves the underdog mentality i i'm one of them right we've seen them fumble away being favored so many times in the past the detroit game last year the indianapolis game so i'm all for them being disrespected and i think as a result they're going to play well but i mean you have frank you know this you have to have the horses you have to have the talent to be able to win
0: let me add this comment. Let me just add to this to the pot. There's a lot of people that we're talking about on the list that was injured, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of stuff that's going on that happened this offseason, definitely to the Arizona Cardinals. But the caveat to the Arizona Cardinals that's beautiful is we got Kyler Murray. I mean, we got K-1 in the building. He's signed, he's sealed, and I think he will deliver. Ooh. You cannot take – you cannot short can't shortchange this conversation. Anytime you have your starting quarterback, you know that can produce changes the conversation. That's why it's only six. That's we cool. can lose and- three – and that's the Frank's beautiful on. the conversation that it's only six because we have Kyler Murray and because they know he can change the narrative of this game and that's the guy that we're waiting. That's that's the, every that's the in all the be all in this conversation mm-hmm. when we're talking yeah. about our list of injury players.
2: That's why I'm not sweating Rondell more, frankly, because I think Kyler Murray can elevate Greg Dorch. I think Kyler Murray can elevate Max Williams like he has in the past and Trey McBride if he has to step in. It's the defense I think that concerns a lot of us, but Frank is dead set on. Yeah. When you get Aeneas Williams, friend of the program, came on our show last year toward the end of the season and says, why do you still have belief in the Arizona Cardinals? has said, because of Kyler Murray. Game recognizes game. Yep. If the Cardinals... I think the Cardinals, if they make the playoffs this year, will be Kyler Murray's greatest accomplishment, regardless of what they do in the playoffs in his young career. Yeah. Because of everything gone on in the division, in the offseason, with the roster, something tells me that we're going to get the best version of Kyler Murray this season, starting this Sunday. And I just... I hope everybody else keeps it together enough. The offensive line, special teams, the defense, specifically the secondary, so we can compliment Kyler. Because I I do believe that he is going to be unleashed. We saw it the last two consecutive openers when they were big dogs. But this is Patrick Mahomes, and your, your defense has – it's not Ryan Tannehill, it's not Jimmy Garoppolo like it was two years ago. Your defense has to be able to get a stop or two to, to make it happen.
1: Yeah, it's, it's unfortunate. Obviously, with the Rams' start to the season, they're 0 1. You know, Braden Locke kind of alluded to that. You know, everybody thought that Los Angeles was going to run away with his division, and they're starting 0 1. And, you know, barring any kind of miraculous upset, you know, you would assume that the 49ers are probably going to beat the Bears, and Seattle's probably going to lose to Denver, you know, barring any huge upsets. But the Arizona Cardinals aren't going to be in that deep of a hole Correct. if they drop this game. But, you know, they're, they're the same amount of a home dog as the jets are who have joe flacco starting like that's what that's the yeah. perception kind of at this team and that's let's let's look at this graphic here because we talk about the two quarterbacks patrick mahomes and kyler murray these are their uh this is their record so far through openers patrick mahomes after basically sitting a year he comes out just lights the world on fire that mvp season he's four oh averages 295 yards per game over three touchdowns per game he's never thrown a pick on opening day just averages over 10 rush yards per game, and he has a, a rushing tutty. Kyler Murray, never lost, 2-0-1. He had that tie in his in his pro <laughs> debut. He's been lighting it up the last two years, 275 through the air on average, over two touchdowns per game. He throws a pick per game. He's done a pick in every opener so far, but he's got that rushing yardage up, 41, and then two rushing touchdowns. I mean, Johnny, you talked about it. Frank, you talk about it. That's the outlier. Kyler Murray has to take out all the bag of tricks. Yep. On Sunday, he's got to be the complete football player that we've grown to love so much where he's that dual threat. He's doing it, dropping dimes from deep like we saw against Jalen Ramsey last night. You know, Josh Allen beating him with Stefan Diggs and then also in the red zone, just being lethal and just cashing in as far as those rushing touchdowns. You got to
0: believe that our guy is is somewhat better than your guy. Mm -hmm. And the team has to believe that because we have him on our team. We can go out and play versus the Mahomes or anybody, the Cars and and the Matthew Stafford of the world with whatever they bring to the table, and we got a chance to win. Kyler Murray's year right now has to be something that's really has to be special. He has to go back to using his legs, creating these problems with the defense, and making defense coordinators change their game plan versus him. That they think that they can just do one, you know, stop him with one thing with spreading the defensive ends out wide and then having that rush technique and then trying to funnel them. But we got Hollywood Brown. We've added some great pieces. Trey McBride might be healthy. Zach Ertz, if he's out or not, that's 50-50. We don't know. I, that, to me, I says, I've been with this team long enough to know that I've been in a lot of losing situations and a lot of losing conversations that has happened across the board that we were we were, we were were not supposed to win. But I'm Frank Sanders with Rob Moore and Larry Sinners mm-hmm. and Garrison Hurts or Thomas Jones or Michael Pittman. I got a decent offensive line, but I got a lot of – I got some stuff up front of my defense. My defense can, can make some plays. But here's the beauty of the game. I think K1 changed the narrative. One thing I do know, somebody said, but they got Patrick Mahomes. Watch this. He's been to sleep twice last year. He went to sleep twice. You know what that means? He got hit, somebody barely touched his head, and he, they had to carry him off the field. That's yep. possible. I'm not saying that we're trying to play the hurt, but I'm saying he doesn't have the same situation that Kyler Murray has. And that, to me, I says, Kyler can, Kyler, Kyler can pull us out of this conversation of, of the woe is me because our, our – our, our injury list looks pretty hefty compared to what the Kansas City Chiefs have on theirs.
1: Well, and, I, and I'm not trying to shoehorn in optimism here, but, you know, one of the key groups of this Arizona Cardinals roster is intact. You yes. know, despite the Cordy Ford injury, the starting offensive line is ready to go. Like everybody seems healthy, including Rodney Hudson, who was kind of a question mark like a week ago. Johnny and Frank, it was like, wh- is he going to play, you know? And he's ready to go. He was out there. He's ready to go. Pugh's ready to go. G.J. Humphreys seems like he's 100% health. That's huge. Calvin Beecham. And then the new addition in, in Will Hernandez. Like, Kyler Murray, a fresh offensive line. We saw what that looked like through seven games essentially last year. That's scary. That's scary, especially yeah. when we talk yeah. to our guy, Ron Kopp, who covers the Chiefs on a daily basis. Like there's a lot of new pieces to this Chiefs defense. Like, sure, there's a lot to like. Like you might fall in love with the prospect, George Karloftis and Trent McDuffie. But those are unproven commodities. Cardinals offensive line. There's a there's a proven commodity there. There's there's a lot of, uh, you know, consistency there and, and continuity that that I like going into year four of Kyler Murray. They're going to, at some point, we're going to
2: watch this game on Sunday, and they're going to turn the game over to Kyler Murray's legs and James Conner's legs. And they're going to mm. say, Kansas City, you're going to have to beat us. We're not going to try this. Th- at least this is what I think they're going to do because of the injuries at receiver, because of maybe the liabilities defensively. And you can't afford, if you're Cliff Kingsbury, quick three and outs, right? You can't yeah. afford to have your defense on the field be exhausted by halftime. If you do four, five, six yards in a cloud of dust, and Kyler will pop one and James Conner will pop one, and you out physical them, and you, and you, it's so cliche, but you take mm-hmm. the ball out of Patrick Mahomes' hand and you make him wait on the sideline with all of those unproven new pieces that he has. To me, that's why they kept five running backs. That's why they've kept four tight ends. I, I, I would be so impressed with Cliff Kingsbury. I think he's a good head coach for this team. And he's made you know steady improvements each of his first three years. But if he came out with a mentality of "We're going to put 200 yards rushing on Kansas City's defense," we're going to pull yeah. a Lamar Jackson, Baltimore Ravens. Kyler's got his money now. It's a long season, right? We can change up our game plan week to week. We'll get DeAndre Hopkins back in week seven. Hey, talking, but we're going to play to our strengths on Sunday. And right now, as Bo mentioned it, you've got a Pro Bowl quarterback, a Pro Bowl running back, and an oh. offensive line right now that I think is the best that they've had since before 2015. You've got a left tackle who's paid, that's happy, a center who, cross your fingers, is, is at least out there right, a very hungry right guard, a left guard in his swan song, and Kelvin Beachum may be their best offensive lineman week-to-week at right tackle. So to me that that is the magic elixir we're going to talk about it when we give our game predictions and what I think is the ultra equalizer for the Cardinals offensively but I I will be optimistic. I know people in the chat are we need the optimism. I am optimistic about <laughs> Kyler Murray. I don't know about the rest of the 50 the rest of the 52 man roster, but K1 is going to show up and ball out because in these moments that, typically mm-hmm. he typically he gives us his his best. <laughs> Week 1, that's where Kyler Murray comes comes to play and, and, and play big that he does.
0: I'm with you, Johnny. I, I don't know about the rest of those dudes. Well I'll take MJD. I'll take I'll take Marcus Golden. I'll take JC.
2: James James Connor. Yeah. There's I'll about J- five I'll guys J- I take Buddha count on. I'll
0: take JT. <laughs> yeah. I'll take Isaiah yeah. Simmons because he knows what he needs to bring to the table. Well let's
2: pump the brakes well, on Isaiah No, 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 no. <laughs> so I'll, I'll take him. No, because I let's know Frank, you and I need to talk post-game Sunday about You can hang around,
0: look, you hang around that stuff. You hang around JT. You hang around Buda Baker. You know what you got to do. That's it. That's the that's the beauty of having certain sense of veterans. We're gonna get stuff. to. I'm First gonna get to veteran guys. Veteran guys around. So that's me. I, I, I'll t- I'll take those guys. I'll, I'll I'll add another six to the table. But this conversation of what the Chiefs and the Cardinals is all about. Yeah. It's the two quarterbacks. That's the bottom line. And who can and who won't make the most mistakes and who will get out and make the plays and, and lead their team to victory. But everybody else. That's basically it. I mean, that's that's really it. Yeah. They got a, they got a tight end. So we got a tight end. Yeah, <laughs> running back, we got a running back. I mean, but we got saying, you know, on across the cross of board that they can they can go out and play. So I'm looking I do to think to game, Frank's point the Cardinals I are
2: equally. I game mode. Frank, I agree with you. I think I the Cardinals man. are equally off offensively talented, even without Hopkins to Kansas City, now that there's no Tyreek. I agree with that.
1: Yeah, I mean, we got our full predictions uh, coming up here shortly. Obviously, we'll get into who we think is going to win this football game and who we think is going to pop on offense and defense for the Arizona Cardinals and unsung hero. And it might help you out trying to figure out You know, the Pick'em game from Underdog Fantasy, we're pumped about this. If you haven't downloaded the Underdog Fantasy app, you've got to do it. It was a blast watching the NFL kick off last night, and I was already dialed in with my underdog lineup, having a blast. It gave you even more action like I needed it. But, yeah, just look for your favorite or least favorite players. Pick between two to five players for your Pick'em entry, whether they're going to end up with a higher or lower total with that stat in this week's game, get all your picks right, and you can win up twenty times your money in a single night. 20 you times? want it? Yeah, twenty times. God. Yeah, you put in a dollar, you'll get twenty bucks back if you're, you know, making the right picks on underdog, <laughs> and you're listening to, of course, phx and X Cardinals for. 500 uh, last night, yeah, you 500. want five hundred? Our guy Espo. I'm gonna have to see receipts tonight. on this, but he claimed I he would like five hundred dollars. Yeah. If you want a chance at winning five hundred dollars, and look, Espo is not a smart man when it comes to football. He won five hundred bucks, wow. and I see all you smart people in the chat. You know what you're talking about. You could win some major money. You're about to of course get Just download the app in the in the app store. Obviously, use the promo code PHNX. and underdog. Here's more money. We'll double or we'll at least double your first deposit up to $100. Underdog Fantasy. Use the promo code PHNX and get in the action today. I like money though. I yeah, do. Who doesn't?
2: Uh, it's, it's a good time. Uh, you know what else is a good time? Go out, get your COVID 19 vaccine. Listen, we've got an event this Sunday at the Lola. We want everybody to be happy and healthy throughout the course of the NFL season. We've got so much content, so many good hangouts coming. I promise it'll be worth it. It's worth it for you to be healthy for those events. Right now, those 12 and older are also eligible for a booster shot. All you got to do, folks, you got to visit azhealth.gov slash find vaccine for location near you. Come party with us because here's the thing. We're going to be at the low list Sunday for better or worse with our, with bells on. That's when the optimism reigns with also four peaks raining because you can get 20 bucks all you can drink four peaks. Mm. It's nothing like a little liquid courage combined with a with a covid vaccine now so best of both worlds feeling good about the cardinals and uh yeah
1: hope to see you there you're, you're walking tall like steve Gime after you just <laughs> extended, you know one of his players yeah i mean you got the you got this the jab and you got yeah. the, the four beaks. you're good yeah, to go you're rolling go. <laughs> uh also i mean are you, are you guys seeing this brand new studio do you see this beautiful uh yeah. just chair i'm sitting in Everything you see here, thanks to our friends over at Moore. As you see more and more of this studio, you're probably going to fall in love with the incredible furniture that we have set up. Check out everything Moore has to offer at morefurniture.com. All right, let's get down to the brass tacks here. Prediction time. And, you know, there's been doom and gloom and then some positivity sprinkled in there. We're excited, of course, about the season. You've got your puncher's chance because you got your franchise quarterback there, Kyler Murray. Let's start to get in this. Johnny, do you want to start off with your prediction, or Frank? I'll, I'll let you guys choose. Me. Fra- so Johnny, Frank... Johnny, Johnny, Johnny's long winded. <laughs> let's go. I'm gonna it's get right, right
0: to. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get right to the sugar.
1: There it is. Let's take a look, Frank. Let's go through these. So you've got the your score prediction here. I'm
0: changing it. I had to have, I, I I said it wrong the first time. I apologize. Um, I was in a, I was in a bad spot. I was on the highway. <laughs> Bo was texting me. It wasn't a good moment. But that's that's not the right score. Okay. It's 35-14. Oh going Cardinals versus I'm going Cardinals over the Chiefs. I'm taking James Conner as my star, offensive okay. star, because all it takes is a couple of picks to shut down the great Kansas City offense. We already know that it takes a couple of picks. That's all it takes. And our Hawks back and, and our birds back there will they got good hands on them, so they got no problem with it. Defensive star is Isaiah Simmons. He's gonna have the he's gonna have the pleasure of locking down uh Mr. Kelsey. But one thing I do like about I like about him is that we can move him around. He can go from linebacker to defensive end. We don't know what we're going to get out of him, but we know mm-hmm. he's on the rise right now to be something pretty special. My unsung hero is going to be my man, Zayvon. I think that Zavin right now is going to sit in the middle. He's going to have his wide – he's going to have Mike Singletary eyes. Wide open because he's playing against Kansas City. He knows Patrick Mahomes. These guys are not going to run the ball, but I expect him to go out and make some plays and stick his hat stick his hat in there, man, and prove himself to be who he wants to be. This is the moment where these young guys and these young stars – starts to rise up. That's the beauty of the NFL In some of the moments when your first year, you feel like, oh my God, I'm playing with my idols. Your second year, you start realizing that your idols know you. Mm -hmm. And once your idols know you, you realize I'm a part of this league. I'm an NFL. I gotta rise to the occasion. Like Johnny does all the time, and that's what happens. And I believe these what guys is going don't.
1: on. This is not on topic.
0: <laughs> this is on
1: topic. So, so Frank has is, is pivoted. We've swayed. We've, okay. we've got we swayed him to yeah, pick he the. Me. He's got the I Cardinals. Uh, I like the Isaiah Simmons pick. Uh, Vance Joseph said the reason he's got the green dot, he's the guy calling the defense, is because he's going to be out there all the time. And, yes. and that's 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 nice to hear, Johnny, because that's not something we saw at the end of the game or during the game against the Rams in the playoffs. He barely played in that game. So oh. it's, really, it's nice to hear that Vance is expecting him year. to be out there all this the time. So well, it's, nice to,
2: it's nice that the eighth overall pick is going to finally play his third year, and that gets <laughs> me into my predictions here. Listen, I made a rule last year after this team started 7-0. and I'm not going to pick them to lose a game until they lose a game, right? Okay. I got burned by that too many Good times. Deal. Uh, specifically, the Cleveland game. So I'm going to pick the Cardinals to win by a field goal, and I think if they're going to pull this off, it's got to be behind Kyler Murray's legs. Kyler Murray, offensive star, but specifically, let's see Ky- a vintage Kyler Murray on the ground as well as throwing the football. I was watching the opener from two years ago against the Niners. He ran wild over that Niners team that had just gone to the Super Bowl. Much better defense than what Kansas City's got. I I feel like Kyler Murray with his feet could be a difference maker. And then, you know, Frank mentioned it. Hey, Isaiah Simmons, you were the eighth overall pick. Are are you going to be just kind of this fluky average player or are you going to be a badass? Are you going to be an all pro? I don't care if you're rushing the passer or playing corner or what. Are you going to make an impact on the game? Are you going to get interceptions and force fumbles and sacks and takeaways? Or are you just going to be a guy, right? That the Cardinals, oh yeah, maybe they'll keep him around with it. He was the eighth overall pick. The eighth overall pick needs to come out and kick ass and take names, not see him on the ground, not being pushed around by offensive linemen, not see him get abused by Travis Kelsey. It's, it is a big game for Isaiah Simmons because the Cardinals, they have a ton of holes in the front seven and at cornerback. I was told Isaiah Simmons can play multiple positions and can cover these holes up. It's his third year. Let's go. And then I think the unsung performance, I like, I like. you know how I feel about Rondell Moore. I, Greg Dortch is going to put up a nice game. I could see Greg Dortch four or five catches, 65, 70 yards underneath, let him operate. He, he's not a rookie. He's been in the NFL a couple of years now. He looks fantastic against in the preseason against mm-hmm. second and third corners, which is what he's going to see, presumably when he starts. And for those of you who don't know, Andy has developed. Most of his snaps are coming outside an outside yeah. receiver. Historically, Dorch 80 plus percent have come in the slot, mm-hmm. which means yeah. perfect transition. Hey, Rondell Moore, you might get your ass Wally Pitt because the MVP of training camp and in the preseason, I'm dead serious when I say this. I'm that this is not hyperbole. Was was Greg Dorch. Greg yeah. Dorch, who Bo Brock, what have we always says one of our favorite part about Greg Dorch in practice? He gets banged up and then he just gets right back out there. Yeah, and he said, I I can't afford not to practice. Right. If that's not music to your fucking ears, if you're Cardinal fans, <laughs> for all of these players that don't practice. Greg Dorch, I don't care if he was undrafted. You went to Wake Forest, ACC, garbage football. I, I am I can't wait to watch and root for this it's kid like, because this yeah. this is the kind of kid, if you're a fan, underdog player that's grinded his ass off. I'm excited. You love yeah. like the Dennis Gardex of the world. This is the
1: equivalent offensively. Beautiful. Uh, that was a that was a sweet, sweet music to my ears. You're you're just waxing poetic for about two minutes about Greg Dorch. Yep. Light the Dorch. It's Scorch, Greg Dorch. Got to love it. A a toast, the Redbird lager to Greg Dorch, making this team. He had his knee contusion after week one of the preseason. As you mentioned, Johnny, that was the main example there. He he missed one practice. He's like, no, I got to be out there. I got a job to win. I'm a football football player like Frank Sanders. I don't miss games. It's not him just using that yeah. you know his game breaking speed in in getting in the open field he's winning physical battles with cornerbacks yeah. he's you know he's putting a first rounder Kyle Hamilton you tweeted this out on skates yeah. I mean he's making guys look stupid out there he's poised to to have a role in this offense in the absence of Rondell Moore and probably was poised to do so regardless. It was just going to be maybe quality over quantity with Dorch in the return game or whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, small Mm -hmm. sample he gets as far as the pass game. But he's ready to go. And and Kyler, I'm sure, is ready to feed 83 the ball. Uh, All right, let's get to mine. We've got – and I see some of the comments. Keep your comments as far as your game predictions coming here. Um, and make sure you like it. I've got the cards losing a squeaker here, 34-31, right? And and I say this because I think, you know, as far as if, if Patrick Mahomes gets the ball with less than two minutes left, It's just going to be devastating. I mean, we saw what he looks like with 13 seconds left against the Buffalo Bills. If you got Christian Matthew playing big downs for this team in the defensive secondary, it's just bad news for the Arizona Cardinals. But I think that they make this competitive despite their injuries. I like what Frank says. I've got the same offensive star of the game, James Conner. I think you can pretty much sharpie him in for a touchdown. Jalen Thompson. I've got Thompson up here. If, if John if Thompson can make he can make the play of the game at the end of the game, because last time we saw Patrick Mahomes on the field, he was getting intercepted in overtime by his safety. Jalen Thompson plays the same position. He can do that. He can make an impact, could probably get his hands on a ball regardless. And then my unsung performance, you know, with Rondell Moore being out, with DeAndre Hopkins being out, but with Hollywood Brown on the field, I think it opens up AJ Green to have Good a big ball. game for this team. I like AJ Green. He's going to be fresh. I know he's 34, Johnny, but I think he's going to be a guy that can make some big plays. I don't hate that. Plays.
2: And you know what? He played his best football last year early in the season. He had really nice games against the LA Rams, against the Cleveland Browns. AJ Green I, will help you get to DeAndre Hopkins. It's like, you know, running a relay, passing the baton. Like, AJ Green, give me all you got for these first six weeks while we figure shit out in the passing game. And then Big D Hop, number one alpha dog, comes back in week seven. And you can slide back into your wide receiver three, wide receiver four. Role. I have yeah. no problem with that. And I think he's going to be able to exploit a couple secondaries these first two weeks that aren't, aren't great. They don't have great. De- like Kansas City's defensive backs aren't great. Neither yeah. are the Raiders next week. So uh, I think I agree with that. Adrian, I don't have a problem with anybody's picks because right now, I mean, like we're trying to will this into fruition in reality with, with Isaiah Simmons. Like Isaiah Simmons n- needs to be the kind of player we all hope for. And I just can't say that enough. If if we look up the box score and Isaiah Simmons doesn't flash with our eyes, and we look up the box score and there's like one tackle, we got we got a real problem because all that, off season has been Isaiah Simmons is the guy, green dot playing everywhere. Like now now is the time.
0: I, I really believe they they, they might have figured it out. Mm-hmm. We said Hassan Reddick was the same situation. A couple of years in, didn't look good. Was not was not productive, and then they finally found what he really does well. For this team and advanced Joseph's Joseph defense. And so I think Isaiah's in that same situation. A ton of talent. You're talking about four, three, four, four guys, six foot four, six foot five, rangy, can do a lot of stuff. You want him to gain weight one week and then you want him to lose weight the next week. And it's kind of it's throwing him off a little bit, but I think he has a lot to offer. And when they find that out specifically, that he could be a freak, and then he realized that he could be a dog. Mm-hmm. Like this the difference between being athletic and not and then being a dog. Like if you took his talent and gave it to Marcus Golden, we wouldn't know his name. Like Marcus wouldn't be here. Yeah. they couldn't pay him 27 million dollars because that's what he'd be earning because of the attitude and the mentality that JY Marcus Golden has. And I think that's the difference. But I, I say that this is another year where he's kind of got he's kind of got a feel that I know what I'm supposed to do and how I'm supposed to be as a football player in the NFL using my gifts and talents. And once you're right, I expect I got so many high expectations of Isaiah this year. Mm-hmm. We did a prediction a while back, and I thought he would be my defensive player of the year. Mm-hmm. Because I believe, I ex, I expect him to do so much more beyond what Vance Joseph really wants and what he can ask of him, because I believe in him, and I think that that's the time of the year. So guess what? It's going to be interesting to see what he does and how he grows. I, I believe in him, JV. And I know you argue this points very well. Him and Zayvon Collins can change the mentality and the view of the Arizona Cardinals mm-hmm. pretty fast. Just yeah. like Cam Chancellor and just like you, and in linebacker that was at, um, at Seattle at the time.
2: Yeah, and Frank brings up a great point just now, real quick. Like we're we're freaking out over like, with all due respect, to Antonio Hamilton not playing and <laughs> Trayvon Mullen not playing. How about yeah. the back-to-back first-round picks that that have not lived up to expectations? Like, yeah. why are we putting so much emphasis on, you know, depth corners and guys who were not in the long-term plan of this team to save this defense? <laughs> When in reality, the guys who are making the premium money, Watt, the guys who were taken in the first round, Simmons, Collins, that's who, if I'm a Cardinal fan, I'm pointing the finger to if you suck defensively as a unit on Sunday. I'm not pointing at Trayvon (laughs) Mullen or Antonio Hamilton. I'm looking at the rest of those guys like, hey, guys, we drafted you high. Come and kick ass for us because you know what? Other teams' first-round picks, other teams' veterans are getting it done. So and our guys aren't guys aren't. So I I'm not. I don't have. I put. I don't put any blame on these young guys who were undrafted, late round picks, making no money. The guys who are making the premium money, and Frank knows this, that were taken in the first round. Yep. I've got a bullseye right on your forehead, Sunday. You better come to play. And if you don't, then you're going to get exploited.
1: Yeah, I mean, I thought something that this team did. Uh, it was phenomenal early in the season last year was overcoming all that adversity. I thought that that adversity was going to build a team that was going to perform down the stretch, but early on, they were able to, we mentioned the Cleveland game already, you know, San Francisco, Seattle, who who isn't going to be a doormat, like it's going to be this year. Uh, They were able to overcome it, not having the quarterback at times, not having their head coach, their main play caller, Cliff Kingsbury. And I just think that, you know, this team right out of the gates is going to have, another one of those opportunities. And this could, you know, overshadow all of those moments last year early on and kind of wash that bad taste out of people's mouth that they were left with, you know, on the wild card round against the eventual world champions. So you just don't want to be the team like the Rams last night, where you just, you're kind of picking up the pieces, you're questioning, you know, are are we going to be the team that we expected that can contend this year, get, get their way back to the playoffs It's you really don't want to leave all those questions unanswered going into week two. I want to get into some of the predictions that you guys made in the chat. I saw some of them. Uh, they were pretty fantastic. All right, 24-21 in Keller. He's predicting a Cardinals win. What do we got here? Arizona Animal with his prediction. He's thinking 9-7. to seven. My God, oh, I was no, in the, man. Speaking the Seahawks. I was in the building for that. What? Chad Hennie <laughs> it, playing in that he game? He the rain, uh, <laughs> and, and the please, doors will open. Don't put that evil on us. We <laughs> <laughs> want to see a fun game. But if, if you believe so, let's hammer the, the under hey, on I'll that take one. a dub at any point. Doesn't matter. I, think, I think after uh, Frank pulled the dub earlier in the chat against our guy, RV he's saying he's he's kind of pivoted he's taking the Cardinals 33 30 uh Nathan, Nathan has a has the cars winning 35 30 40 what do we got here from uh RV oh that was earlier that was earlier yeah, yeah so he's changed all right he's, he's kind of narrowing that and then he's wow all right RV What's I don't right know for? man you're all over the place it's, it's a little bit of bipolar in the chat well but, it's, it's based on our conversation
0: yeah he was like me at first I was yeah. I was way thrown off. I said thirty five fourteen, Kansas City. But then I realized as we started talking,
1: I got. Well, I mean, it hey, started I got, then Frank, I got Kyler I found Murray. Frank on the top of the parking structure. I had to talk him in. I said, like, "Let's go. Let's I mean, talk about this game." Yeah, I got
0: Kyler Murray now. I started realizing <laughs> this conversation we're having is about people that doesn't matter as much as the reality that you understand yeah. who you have at quarterback. Mm-hmm. Like that's the whole conversation across the NFL. And what's making the NFL great this year is that look, thirty two teams are playing. But 20 to 25 out of 32 teams actually have viable quarterbacks that can put their team in a position to win. And that and that's that's pretty beautiful. We got Kyler Murray, top five. New contract, new opportunity to prove himself. His hair looks amazing. Have you seen his hair? (laughs) The dude's hair looks amazing. This
2: he's gonna have it braided for Sunday, unfortunately. (laughs) I I wish he's like he's
0: gonna get a commercial for his hair. The dude looks amazing. And that's all I'm saying. Like, this is the yoga with Yoda with the pretty hair, man. Like this guy. Is in a good spot right now, and I just look forward to seeing him do something freaking special. Because when we look at these two teams, it's not about offense, it's not about defense. It's Kyler Murray, mm-hmm. and it's Mahomes, and it's what the coaches put together between Beany and me, and our guy Kugler and and Jefferson, and then and then how they battle, mm-hmm. and then that's what that's what it's going to be about. Because it's not an athletic group, bunch of it's not a super talented group of players in regards to having seven and nine. Like we said, DeAndre Hopkins was on our team. You think differently. Mm-hmm. But this group right here is just—it's about K1 and your boy my homies—and I think K1 is going to outdo outdo him out.
2: I will say, every time I feel like Vance Joseph is is under a microscope, and it's this kind of game where his backs up against the wall, he tends to do pretty well. Like it would not shock me for the Cardinals defense to hold Kansas City. I agree. Points. Every time Vance Joseph is is pushed to the brink, I, he he puts together a good performance, especially early in the season. I think the defense makes just enough plays to complement the offense and give them at least a chance. I don't think the Cardinal defense fourth year under Vance, like everybody ought to know what they're supposed to do for the most part. Buddha, Jalen, these guys have been around Isaiah's third year. Like everybody, like we shouldn't have just the the defense looking completely dejected because if we do and you're going to look at 16 more games with Vance, like this is a big opportunity for him to just say, Hey, this is my job. I'm a future head coach in waiting. I got interviews this off season. I'm going to elevate a Victor Dumacage or Rashad Lawrence or somebody like that, and I I will tip my hat to him. I can't wait, hopefully I get to do that on Sunday because usually he, he proves a lot of people
1: wrong, including myself. I just heard in the background here at the new offices that uh, another one of our co-workers got 500 bucks from underdog. Make sure you're using the promo code PHNX. Sign up, download the underdog app there from the app store. Seeing more of these. Manny saying that the Chiefs are going to win 31-17. to Pick and spread says the Chiefs win in 31-24. Got another win. I've oh, got a cards victory in there. Jesse's saying that his cards are going to win this game 30-10, to much like Thursday night's. Football's performance. That's gonna be uh Kyler Murray playing the role of Josh Allen and dominating in this contest. So we'll see. I know that we've got this game covered come Sunday, Johnny. Yep, we'll be here immediately following the game,
2: right when it's over. Myself, Frank Sanders, Damian Anderson will be live in studio. I will be back, I promise. Bo Brock will join us mid-show, live. Cross your fingers on the field at State Farm Stadium, hopefully following a dub for the Arizona Cardinals. This is your premier. Premier Arizona Cardinal post game show. Come in, voice your opinion, voice your thoughts via the chat. But do me a quick favor right now like this video. It helps the YouTube algorithm, gets this puppy shared around. We just put a bow on our best month to date in the month of August. We're going to double that here in September because of all of you. We appreciate all the continued support. Today is actually. The official anniversary, one-year anniversary from when we kicked off PHNX. Myself, it was Frank, it was Cheerson. We God. were, we were back then. Now we're back now, and we've had such a blast. And, and we're hopefully this. We were one for one. Cardinal postseason burst in correlation with PHNX and PHNX Cardinals. Here's to making it two and zero, gentlemen. For Bo Brock, Frank Sanders. I am Johnny Venerable. We will see you on the post game show come Sunday afternoon. Peace.